Good morning. This is Vaughn Radio, the radio station that is the voice over the nations. I am your host, Megan Pukas, and you are tuned into the segment called Marriage, Memories and Finances. And I trust that you guys had an awesome weekend, that you guys are rested and that you guys are ready to face the week. And so this morning, I just want to speak blessings upon you and just pray and trust that God will continue to strengthen you that doors will open for you and that this will be the week of uncommon favor. It will be a week where you will experience the breakthrough and the hand of God. It will be a week that will surprise you and it will be a week where the Lord is going to show up into your life. But this morning, I am so thankful that you are tuned in with me. I am grateful to be able to spread the word of God with you guys. And this morning we are going to touch on a very interesting topic. It is called conflict. And I know that many of us out there, we have experienced conflict, you know, um, one or another point in our lives. I think that um, as married couples, we often experience conflict Um, and conflict can be the reason why so many marriages out there do not work why people are unhappy in their marriages and why ultimately marriages break up and you know people get to a point where they you know don't want to be with one another anymore and so we are going to start a series called conflict and during the series I would like to encourage you guys to stay tuned to hop online and to be a part of you know what we are discussing and i hope and pray that you guys will receive some interesting tools to make your marriage work and so this morning we are just going to take a short little break i'm going to ask you to gather yourself to collect yourself get yourself comfortable maybe you're driving in your car maybe you're at home but i just want to ask you just get yourself comfortable because we are going to dive deep into this topic called conflict and so it will be a series that um we will be discussing um for this week and i hope and pray that the lord is going to strengthen us and guide us and that we will find some interesting tools to avoid conflict to manage conflict um and to really just make our marriages work um so yeah stay with me i'll be back soon so what does conflict mean I think that the meaning of conflict um, as found in the dictionary, uh, it says that conflict is a clash or a disagreement, often violent between two or more opposing parties, individuals or institutions. And so we know that um, conflict is something that we will face any time in our lives. Um, It's unavoidable. It's inevitable. And even so, more so for a married couple, conflict is inevitable. So we must understand that we are now two people coming together. We are living together and we are in each other's space. We share um, children. We share maybe finances. We're sharing a life together. And so conflict is inevitable. You are two people and you know you have different views on things. You have different political views. You have different maybe spiritual views. Um, maybe you have different um, views on rearing kids. Um, maybe you come from two 
way different backgrounds and so these are little things that can cause conflict within a marriage especially when we don't agree and so we are bound to sort of butt heads now and then and so it is important for us to really know how to work through our conflict. It is important for us to respect one another. It is important for us to know that conflict can be a good thing as well. It's not always just bad when we face conflict or when we have a difference of opinion. And so today I'm just thankful and I'm grateful to God that I also, you know, faced many conflict um, within my home. There are many challenges. Um, it is not a smooth, you know, um, picture or a picture that is painted that you know everything is okay no we argue almost every day um, I argue with the kids I get angry at them my husband and myself have different opinions on so many things um, but I believe that you need to work together to try and understand how you can resolve your conflict and how we can respect one another's opinion and so this morning I would like to invite you guys to this discussion and I would like you guys to partake and I would like you guys to ask some questions because tomorrow we will be answering some of the questions that you guys have asked today. And so we are just going to dive right on into this topic. So guys, it is important for you guys to know, as I said before, it is inevitable. You guys will experience conflict. Now, listen, I know that um, we live in a world where everything seems um, as if it's okay, um, people post pictures of themselves and their husbands or wives or their partners, whatever, and everything seems okay. Um, you you kind of look from the outside in and you think that everything is okay. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, everything is not okay. It is important for you guys to know that everybody experiences conflict. It is inevitable. It's not something we can avoid. It's not something bad. It's not something that you have done wrong. You will experience conflict. So the best of marriages out there, they experience conflict because as I said, we are not two people, different opinions with different people. I think there's a saying that says that opposites attract. I don't know if you guys um, know about that saying, but um, they say that opposites attract and even opposite people they have different opinions different views and there's just a difference God made us all different and so that is the beauty of who we are we are different people um, and so obviously there will be a conflict that will you know arise and there are certain things that will take place so maybe um Conflict can bring you to a place in your marriage where if you don't deal with it, it can eventually tear the marriage apart. So guys, here are some questions that, you know, you maybe would ask when you experience conflict. Um, these are some of the questions that I, um, my husband, we normally hear when we do counseling. And so people come and say, um, I can't believe maybe that um, he or she done something so cruel. I knew she wasn't happy, but I never expected this. Why would he lie to me, his own wife? It's unthinkable, maybe. Um, you will ask yourself, maybe, what did I do to deserve treatment like this? How did we allow our marriage to get to such a low point? So these are some of the questions that we ask, you know, when we have not resolved conflict, when we have not learned to live together and work together. And so if this is you today, Maybe you tell yourself or told yourself that 
How did our marriage get to this point? How did we get to this low point? Then I want to encourage you guys today that this segment and this series that we are going to do is for you today. Um, I want to encourage you guys today to stay tuned, to listen to what is going out. And I trust and I pray that God is going to do something great for your marriage. I'm also going to be playing some um, voice clips on people's, you know, conflict and how ultimately the conflict brought them to a point where, you know, their marriage ended, their lives ended. And, you know, um, all of these things so you we're gonna listen to some um, voice clips as well and I know we're gonna have an awesome time together so maybe some of the things that you know offends you or causes conflict is um, say for instance your your spouse maybe forgets you know maybe your anniversary uh, for me my birthday my birthday is very important to me I love my birthday and so if he were to forget my birthday it would definitely cause some conflict in our homes um, maybe um, your spouse has made a critical comment about your appearance um, maybe your spouse has promised to be home at a certain time but you know um, he or she never arrived um, maybe your spouse is careless about something that you know you are dear or maybe a family heirloom or just a treasure that you have or um, maybe your spouse really rarely compliments you um, maybe your spouse acts unkind you know uh, maybe your spouse withholds information from you maybe your spouse you know doesn't want to do anything around the home um, these are examples that we're giving maybe your spouse you know bad mouths you in front of your kids um, bad mouths your parents or your friends or whatever um, maybe your spouse ignores your friends or um, lectures you about certain things so these are the types of things that causes conflict within a home and it can you know if it's not dealt with it can lead to serious 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 issues and you know what we don't want these things to tear up and break down our marriages it is unnecessary for marriages to um, break down and to tear down when we have the tools to deal with certain things and so today we are going to give you guys some tools on how to deal with certain things guys so we are talking conflict this morning and a conflict as we said previously is a disagreement or argument um, it can lead to violent tendencies but it is an argument or disagreement between two parties two individuals or two companies and you know conflict is the main cause of so many things going wrong in our lives and in our marriages and if conflict is left undealt with it can cause many, many issues in our lives and ultimately the enemy uses these types of things to destroy us and to destroy our marriages. And so um, we gave you some examples of, you know, what can maybe cause conflict and just to recap, it can maybe be um, your spouse has said something about your weight, um, your spouse maybe ignores you um, Maybe your spouse, you know, neglects to adhere to certain things that you are telling him or her regarding certain matter that's, you know, pressing on your heart. And so I don't really need to go into all of those um, types of examples because I believe that you guys know um, what ex what examples I'm talking about and what conflict is. And so we are going to talk about hurt. I believe that you get two types of people in this world and you get a type of person that doesn't show firstly that they have been hurt then you get the person that will tell you listen you've hurt me and 
because we are different you know characters and there's different character types there could be a vast reason why people would do certain things act in a certain way and um for many a part when our spouse maybe hurts us we kind of don't want them to find out that we are hurt and so um when conflict hits the first thing that will take place is you will be hurt so there will be this pain and this dull feeling with inside of your heart and you will be hurt and depending on your type of character you will either let your partner know then and there that you've hurt me or you will carry it and for those that are carriers of you know the hurt it can be very dangerous because we are the type of people that sometimes explodes when things becomes too much for us and then that is when you know ultimately there's fits of anger there's rage and um there's violence that can creep in um there's just a lot of things and you know the enemy is cunning he pulls on our emotions but so when a conflict arises the first thing that you will feel is hurt so you'll feel inside of yourself that this thing actually hurt me i not happy with it um you know it hurt you and then um it depends on what type of person you are how you will resolve it and so um say for instance your husband made a comment about your weight you know you would maybe just laugh it off or you would maybe just kind of like act as if it doesn't you know um concern you but deep inside of your heart it hurts you and so it's very important for you to know that you need to speak up we cannot allow the hurt that we are feeling to sort of become our normal and so what would happen is you will then become so um how can i put it you will become so um it will be it will be something that is on your mind constantly when you know your weight is concerned um you will you will basically feel as if you know your weight is the center of your life because the person that you now have loved so much and think so highly of actually notice that your weight is an issue so it will be constantly on your mind and in your thoughts and so before anyone else can make a comment about your weight you will make the comment about your weight and so because you have not resolved it and put you know um a close to this issue where the comment was made maybe it was made innocently even you know maybe it wasn't your husband's intent to hurt you but because you have chose not to open yourself up and be vulnerable to your husband or to your wife i think that even though we are close and we are you know um one it is so difficult for us to be vulnerable to your spouse i can personally attest to this we we kind of want to be that strong person that person that does nothing wrong um you it's difficult for you to be vulnerable and so now ultimately what happen is you feel embarrassed about it you you we using the example of weight because weight issues and weight gain because it's i think maybe easier so we just flowed into that now but so it will cause you embarrassment and um it will be something that's constant and every time your husband says or does anything maybe it isn't even related to your weight uh, somehow you will kind of take the conversation to that place and you laugh about it you'll feel embarrassed about it and you think that you've dealt with it but in actual fact you have not dealt with it and so it's important when what i'm trying to say is when a conflict arises you can do two things you can deal with it immediately 
Or you can cool down. If you are a hot-headed person, it's best for you to cool down and then in a day or two, deal with it. Go to your spouse, sit them down and tell them that what they have said or done, whatever the case may be, hurt you and you didn't appreciate it. And if in the future we cannot, you know, talk about that or make such comments because it affected you negatively. And so... It's not healthy for us to leave things unsaid, undone, hanging in the air. Because ultimately, this thing will grow with you. It will grow within the marriage and your weight will become an issue. You will feel as if you are fatter. You will feel as if you're a failure. You will feel all of these negative things. So it's easier for you to deal with it. So if you are a hot-headed person, wait a couple of days. Then you deal with it. Or if you're a person that, you know, can deal with it, you deal with it immediately. But what I'm trying to say is do not let things go. Because hurt can cause resentment. And so from resentment, a lot of other things flow. And so as I said, hurt um, causes resentment. But then also, after a period of time when you have left things, you know, as is. Because now you must know, your spouse maybe doesn't even think or know or feel that you've hurt because you're laughing about it um, before he or she can say something about your weight you're already mentioning your weight um, so it's that type of thing they maybe just said it or did it innocently but because you don't want to be vulnerable and open up yourself your spouse will never know that they've actually hurt you and so after a while you hurt but then after a while anger starts to build and when anger starts to build this can be a very very um, challenging and dangerous place because you must remember if we are angry we are angry and certain things can happen and anger is the next step you know that opens the door to conflict actually so now because of your anger this is when the conflict actually takes place because now you are angry and you are willing to say and to do anything because you are angry so it is best for us to deal with the conflict just when it happened it is best to deal with it and to view your opinion and to close that when it has happened because we don't want the hurt to fester and eventually it grows or goes into anger. So guys, I believe that, you know, we are talking about conflict. Um, we touched the hurt and um, we said that the hurt basically uh, produces anger. And I think that we have three types of anger. We always tell, you know, those people that we are counseling that you get three types of anger. So you get situational anger. And then you get displaced anger and then you get chronic anger. And chronic anger is a bit of a dangerous one, but we are going to get um, to that. So each basically of these situations or of these angers um, has a different cause in our lives. So some anger um, responds to situations. So it will be triggered basically by maybe a, sp a specific um you know event um, or a specific situation or uh, it's almost as if you can you know predict it it's almost like when when a certain something um, happens um, 
you basically react to the anger. Um, I think for the longest time in my in my marriage, I had you know this anger that arose within me when I thought about um, going to family um, events, family lunches, or suppers or whatever because I carried a comment that my mother-in-law said about me for for so long. I I carried that hurt with inside of me because when she said it. All of the people around the table laughed and I laughed with, but I laughed because I didn't want to show people that I was vulnerable and this hurt me. And so after a while, because I never ever spoke up about it, I never said anything. I just left it as is and I didn't want to be vulnerable. And, you know, I just kind of laughed at it because that's my personality. And, you know, from there on, my hurt turned into anger. And from there, my anger turned into bitterness. And there was a point in my life where it turned into rage. And so that is why I am laying emphasis on dealing with the hurt, dealing with the conflict. And we're going to give you certain ways of dealing with the con conflict. Today, we're just touching on, you know, what is conflict. Um, and so it is important for you guys to know that there's situational anger. So as I said, I used to get so angry when I knew I had to go to a family lunch or supper or whatever. And I used to work myself up, you know, um, beforehand. And so it would be so bad that the whole vibe or atmosphere in our home would just become unpleasant because I would work myself up. And so um, then, as I said, you know, you get displaced anger and then you also get chronic anger. And so um, it is very, very, very important for you to know that where are you within your anger at the moment? So, guys, displaced anger I'm talking about now. So um, displaced anger, I think if I could um, bestly, you know, describe it, I would say um, to give an example, maybe. It's when we kind of, um, you know, displace our anger, place it on something else. For example, if your boss maybe, you know, um, upset you at work, he ticked you off. So you would maybe come home and then, you know, automatically yell and scream at your wife. Um, maybe your wife and you had an argument. Um, you would maybe go outside and yell at the neighbor or kick the dog or something like that. So... Displaced anger basically is very, very dangerous because at the end of the day, there are innocent people or parties involved that does not deserve your anger, that does not deserve you, um, you know, sort of coming off at them or uh, yelling at them. They do not deserve it. And so hence, I say again, it is important wherever the conflict has started, it is important to dissect the situation. You know your personality type. You know, you know, um, if you are able to say your say now without being rude, without causing more fire or adding more fuel on the flame, or if you are able to, you know, sort of wait a couple of days and then sort it out. But the main thing is we have to, we have to sort out conflict as soon as it arises within our lives it is important for us to make sure that we sort out the conflict so guys please know as well don't displace your anger husbands wives if you had a bad day at work don't take it out on the kids don't take it out on the animals don't take it out on on anything else but deal with it accordingly go and close the chapter 
deal with it accordingly. I think that I don't know why we feel that um, we cannot view or say that we are angry or we are upset or um, that people has hurt you. But then we rather displace the anger, we put it on something else or we have weird um, behaviors or we do certain things that is not pleasing unto God. It only makes you feel worse at the end of the day. So I would encourage you, if you feel that, you know, somebody has offended you or hurt you or whatever, your wife maybe has done something that you don't like, don't take it out on the next person, but deal with the situation, tell them. That, you know, I don't like this. This is what happened. This is how it makes me feel. There is no crime. There is no wrong. And letting people understand that they have hurt you. That they have disappointed you. And, you know, that you feel like maybe you need space or you need time to sort out, you know, certain things mentally. Um, or that you are just maybe taking a break with certain things. There's no harm in that. I don't know why people feel like they cannot say what they feel i would advise you guys today to say what it is that is hurting you tell somebody that you have hurt me deeply tell your spouse that i don't like the comment about my weight um i'm already conscious about it so why would you even make that comment i know that you're making it innocently but i don't like it it is important for us guys to be open to be honest about our emotions and about what we are feeling in this way we can avoid com conflict in this way your husband um or whoever knows that they won't comment about your weight they know that it's a sensitive topic for you maybe your cooking is bad they know instead of living for years and years with the same hurt and the same pain and eventually it just erupts and you get to a point where life is unbearable and you need to give up on the marriage so guys we are still talking about conflict and we are talking about you know um the different stages that we face when we enter into a conflict situation and i'm not going to recap on that because of our time constraints but um, encourage you to rather to listen to the replay um, but we are saying that there are three different you know um, types of anger so we are at the third type of anger now and so that is basically chronic anger okay so chronic anger and so i know that we know what the meaning of the word chronic is and so this is basically you know when um there's an open um, loop or an open wound already and remember i was speaking about closing the door closing and healing up that wound in a timely manner so what happens is because we have left things undone and unsaid and you know, um, you just kind of went on and walked on with the hurt. The hurt has now, um, you know, evolved into anger. And so this is a problem because this type of anger that is chronic, it can it flares up, you know, it can flare up um, at any point in time. What we do is we bury the wound um, and that anger, you know, it sort of generates and it generates and it can be so bad that it can cause, you know, psychological problems. It can cause problems with our mental health, with our soul. We can become bitter. We can become angered. People do so many things because of anger. You won't believe out there how just a simple word caused conflict in somebody's life and it changed the whole 
course of a person's life just because we haven't dealt with it immediately. So my encouragement today is, guys, get rid of these types of angers. If you need help, go seek a counselor. If you need to stop it, then stop it. I had a nickname for so many years and I did not like the nickname. But because I thought that, you know, it was something stupid of me to stand up for myself. No, you need to stand up for yourself. If you don't like something, say I don't like it. Say you've hurt me. Say I'm disappointed. Say you've scared me. I don't like it. We need to verbalize what we are feeling. So you know the type of person and character that you are. And you know best how to deal with things. Maybe it is best for you to wait a day or two before you deal with things. You know how you respond to anger. How you respond to hurt. How you are when things heat up. Your personality type and your upbringing, you know, largely detects just how um, you will respond to different things, how you will feel about different things and how you will feel about things that sparks anger within you. Um, so it's very important for you guys to know that you know yourself, you know how you respond to conflict, you know how um, it hurts you and you know the type of anger that builds up within you. But please take my advice today where I say that stop the conflict before it can get to a point where there's chronic anger in your life. So guys, this is Vaughn Radio, the radio station that is the voice over the nations. I'm Megan Bukas, your host today, and we are discussing marriage, memories, and finances. And we have started a series called Conflict, and today we are trying to just dive in and give you guys the meaning of conflict, the different conflicts that we have and how we can, you know, resort and, um, you know, resolve conflicts that we face. And so we have spoken um, largely this morning about um, the different conflicts and how we respond to it. And so you know yourself, you know what type of person you are. So you can do a little bit of a self-examination where you would say that you know um this is me i know what i how i act and how i you know um work through things and this is how you can resolve things so my encouragement today is that work it out work it out try to get things correctly aligned within your life once again we don't need to walk around with hurt and anger and all of these things with inside of us but we can resolve conflict and so we're going to take a break at this point and um, I want you guys to listen to a little testimony the lady will be speaking about how her marriage has failed and um, because she and her husbands didn't resolve the conflict her marriage has failed and so it's important for you guys to know that there's help out there there is help out there. You do not need to suffer in silence and surely your marriage do not need to end. And so we are going to listen to a little clip at this point and then we are going to just continue this discussion. Hi, good morning everyone. Um, it's just um, a little testimony of how great and how good our father is. Um, today I'm back at the grindstone, I'm back at work because um, I was in quarantine and I had COVID um, for 14 days and you know it was quite a very scary, scary thing 
um, you know, and if it wasn't for God who kept me going strong, um, I don't think I would have made it. Um, I was panicky. I was, so many things happened, went through my mind. And, you know, when you hear every day, you hear of the statistics and you hear of people dying. And I kept on waking up every morning wondering, when is it my turn? Am I going to die today? Um, and I tell you to actually live in a world where you there's a death sentence over your head. Um, you know, it's it's quite a horrific experience that I had. And then um, I woke, woke up this morning and I was thinking, oh my word, you know, God really had my back because for the past three or four months, I've been drinking my own concoction of turmeric, kind pepper, lemon and so on. And um, not knowing that I was actually strengthening my immune system. And so when this hit me, because of the kind of work that I do in nursing and I'm with patients every day, you know, I have to draw blood, I have to touch them with this physical contact and all of that. Um, I actually made my immune system stronger by doing the stuff that I did. And when I got the COVID, it wasn't as severe as I thought it was going to be. Scary, very, very scary, but not as severe. And this morning when I got ready coming to work, I was thinking to myself, you know, I'm highly favored. God really must love me because I've got a heart condition. I um, have stents in my heart too. I have high blood pressure, sugar diabetes, and I'm 59 years old. So I'm actually super compromised, you know, and a lot of people are dying every day. But I am so grateful. I am so happy that I know that I'm I'm a child of God and I know that God loves me and I know he had his back and I know that he really, really, really have got plans for me. And I was just saying this morning, God, I'm here and I'm ready for whatever it is you want me to do. Let me see it. Let me understand when you talk to me so that I can really do what you have to do. Because you've brought me through so many trials and tribulations. When I look back at my life, having to raise my three kids alone, um, you know, having been married three times, putting everything in your marriages, 110% in your marriages, and it doesn't work out. And here you are stuck. You just bought a house. You're stuck. Children are small. You need to end. In all three, the marriages, infidelity and abuse. And you wonder, oh, my word. And I've been through a hell and back. And I tell you, people won't understand if they haven't been through similar situations in their life. But I tell you that um, looking back at my kids, you know, my beautiful kids and how um, secure they are, uh, um, how, um, how well I raised them, I can only tap on my shoulder and say, well done, if it wasn't for God. Because I'm one of those mothers that I can really say, I don't know what it is to have a child on drugs. And I do sympathize with each and everyone because I have family members whose kids are on drugs. So I sympathize and I understand it's not, and I work with drug addicts. So it's not that I'm not understanding or unsympathetic. I understand 110%. But when I'm talking about how good my God is, where God is taking my children through, taking me through, and it could have been so different. It could have been so different. But God really, really, God really, you know, um, preserved my kids. He, today my daughter is a prophetess. My son serves the Lord. My other daughter is not with God yet, but 
I don't have problems with her. So, you know, I think our God is amazing. And there's a scripture in the Bible that says, God has favor upon whom he gives favor. And I think I'm one of those highly favored ones. Yes, it's still every day. Um, it's not, I don't have everything I really would like to have um, in my life or whatever, but what God gives me every day and what I have is more than enough. And you know what? I'm so lucky. I'm so glad that I, the people who has hurt me and harmed me, you know, even my biological parents rejecting me, um, having to go through abuse as a child, having to go through abuse through my marriages, having to go through all kinds of struggles, having to fight my way to actually raise my kids and do what I have to do as a mother, single parent. You know, I can only, only praise God for that from the bottom of my heart. I am not perfect. I'm not, I'm still a sinner. I, I'm saved by grace, but I'm still sinning. I'm, I don't even think I'll ever be perfect because only God is perfect. But God has got his hand of protection over me and my kids. And I thought today, you know, I'm, I've got a very grateful heart today. And I just wanted to share it with, with, with whoever. Maybe there's someone that needs to hear this. Don't think that if your husband leaves you for another woman, your life ends. Your life don't end there. Give it all to God. Let him take you through this journey. And you will come back unscathed, unharmed on the other side. And today I'll... Just praise God for what he has done for me. And he can also do it for you because he is amazing. He is so amazing. Have a blessed day. Thank you very much. So guys, I trust that you enjoyed that um, encouragement. Um, I think that um, the lady didn't really go deep into what has taken place in her life but we just thank god that god has carried her through but i think guys um as i said earlier on that um we get different types of people and um, people respond to you know anger differently and so i think that we get you know um, three types of people and we're gonna go into that and we're gonna close with us today because i want you guys to go and identify what type of um, person you are when it gets to anger remember we spoke previously on you know when anger heats up and when anger boils up and then also um, you get basically you know different stages of anger so we spoke about that where we said basically that you need to identify which stage you know of anger um, you are in but we are going to now go just a bit deeper in and we're going to discuss with you guys today um, you know what type of um, person you are when you are angered okay so remember we said that there's first the hurt but then after a while, then there is the anger. So um, we, I want to first chat to you guys because I think that there's three types of people. So I think that you get the self-protector, okay? And I think that I'm also maybe this type of person. But the self-protector, um, they are people that have a difficult time acknowledging that they have been hurt. So maybe this is you. So self-protectors, they have a difficult time acknowledging that they are hurt. Um, those who tend to, you know, um, they sort of stuff the anger. Man. They, they stuff it in the closet. They sort of try to hide the anger. Um, 
they 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 want to act as if nothing is wrong they want to sort of um get all the attention away from the offense basically so they're the type of people that even when someone offends them they will be offended with inside of them but they won't say anything as i said previously i laughed it off you know um expressing hurt requires vulnerability to them and they don't want to be seen as if they are vulnerable it's very important for them that they um they don't seem vulnerable um self um protectors also express their anger in aggressiveness maybe or um they can also sometimes become hostile um but in the most part they just want to protect themselves they want to get the offense the humiliation just they just want to get it away from them and so if that is you today then you are a self protector but then you get like also the canon so this is the second type of you know person um, or angered person that you can get you get the canon um that's the person i think it's self explanatory to you guys that is you know the person that explodes with anger um because they also know that anger is a powerful weapon you get these types of people that love showing anger and that loves people to see that they are angry and they're just that type of person they have that type of confidence that they don't care if people see they're angry they are just angry um they are also people that um they love disagreements and they love arguments and so when there's a conflict they will say immediately i don't like it i don't think it's right um they kind of just do it in an explosive manner and we don't really want you guys to do it in an explosive manner there's nothing wrong with saying that you not feeling you know what is going on or that you are hurt they are also people that loves to cause arguments <laughs> they are um yeah, yeah they just that type of person they somebody that can really escalate the matter they don't need anything they the type of person that you know phones the call center and they immediately escalate the matter they don't still want to um be transferred to one department to another they escalate the matter they're the type of people that when they are at checkers and things are not right and they bought something and it's faulty they will call the manager they won't still wait for 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 for, for somebody on the floor to a system they want the whole shop to know that they are unhappy so that is the canon um they also known as um confronters so they will confront something head on they don't have a shy bone in their body um so that is the second type of angry person then i also believe that we get um you know somebody that is a denier they kind of deny things um i think that people that um are angry but then they deny certain things um they are commonly also um share or commonly share the same traits as you know the first type of person we spoke about the self protector but this is just on a whole other level they just deny ever being hurt they will never admit to being hurt um they will just go on and for a long stage in their life or period in their life they will bury that feeling and they will act as if it's nothing but in the meantime they've been hurt in the meantime they have you know gone through some things but they will just act as if it's nothing they will say no no problem uh, it's okay no don't worry but meanwhile they are hurt they take it to a point where they deny them own selves and we don't want that guys 
we want you guys to express what you're feeling but in a godly way in a good way we want you to you know work through your conflicts we don't want you to end up hurting each other end up with a marriage that is broken so guys i am going to just leave it at that for today so just to give you guys a little bit of a recap we were talking about how you respond when you are angry so maybe you're the self-protector you have a difficult time saying that you are angry maybe you are the cannon i hope not that explodes and just lets the whole world know that they're upset or you are the person that is a denier you are in denial so guys it is important for you to know that there will always be conflict within a marriage it is inevitable it will always be there remember we are two people that you know come from different backgrounds we have different beliefs maybe um we have different you know um we've grown up differently it's just there's different there's different values you know there's different personality traits and some one is outgoing the other one is you know not us so we are different people and so it will be inevitable it is inevitable for conflicts to occur we cannot stop it but how we deal as a married couple primarily is important how we deal with conflict is important because it can steer our marriage into a divorce maybe it can steer our lives into bitterness you know resentment and sickness and unforgiveness takes place you know there are certain even um physically um we can experience certain things in our lives we don't understand why we are sickly we don't understand all of these things that's taking place but it's because of unresolved conflict it's because of we did not say that you hurt me and ultimately the hurt grows into anger so it is best for you to stop at hurt when somebody has offended you if they've hurt you speak up say that you have hurt me tell your spouse you have hurt me so that your spouse will know not to do it for the next time so guys this has just been touching the surface today and i hope that you guys will know today what type of person you are when it comes to anger how you respond to anger and what is the correct way to respond to anger and to conflict that takes place in your life so guys i just want to thank you for tuning in with me and for staying with me and for bearing with me um, i hope that the segment has touched you guys and that you have learned something today and that you will go on to be a better you a better person um, i want to encourage you guys to stay tuned we have started this segment and we have started the series on conflict and we hope that this week will bless you guys we will be discussing and chatting more on conflict i also want to invite you guys and just encourage you guys to listen to our radio station this radio station is called VON radio this is the radio that is the voice over the nations and i believe that this radio station has an important message for each and every one out there we have blessed on fire presenters men and women of god that wants to tell you about the love of jesus you can journey with us you can explore and find your gifts and your talents we have prophetic insight for you guys we have straight talk and real talk where we just talk it and say it like it is we have a setting where we want to invite you to the table we have a setting or a talk show or a a a a a presenter that wants to speak to you about 
political, the political arena and the world at large and that what God wants for this world. And so we have awesome, awesome presenters. The news updates is absolutely phenomenal. Our traffic is phenomenal and I know that you guys will be blessed. And so this has been Megan Bukas. I'm signing off today and thank you for just being with me. This has been the segment called Marriage Memories and Finances. And tomorrow we will be continuing the discussion on conflict. Be blessed, be safe out there guys. Pray for one another and we love one another. Amen.